Welcome to our show. The expansion packed, here we go. It's really fun and it's only begun. It's the expansion packed. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the expansion packed. My name's Heidi. And I am here and I'm angry. I'm Bridget. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing that it has to do with the episode. You can't tell from my voice, but no, I'm yeah. angry. Yeah, definitely can't tell from your voice. And yes, it uh, is the episode. Okay, good, good, good. We're we're on task. <laughs> well. <laughs> Could you imagine today, if I was like, I'm mad at you <laughs> this whole time? Yeah, oh my God. We've been talking waited, for like a half hour before. A half this. hour. <laughs> I waited until we started the episode to confront you about this thing I'm mad at you about. What Surprise. a fucking trip. Oh, God. Uh, but we are two long-distance friends keeping connected through talking about tabletop role-playing games. Right now we're on Dimension 20 Fantasy High. Uh, I do weird things over the Zoom call that you can't tell, but Bridget is currently mocking me on the call, <laughs> so that's fun. For me, we're talking about Dimension 20, though. Fantasy High, episode 14, Arcade Ambush. Or as I renamed it, Wait, are we a minute in? We're not a minute in. Are we a minute in? I'm waiting yeah, we're... so that we're a minute in. Cool, then I can say the F word. Fuck biz. That's what I renamed the episode. Fuck biz? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. there it is. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck him. God, he's but the But, like, not literally. He's the worst. Ooh, uh, he's us. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're talking about Arcade Ambush. It's another combat episode we're getting so close to the end here dude are you i don't think you're ready for what's gonna happen so confused because like i looked at it and was like oh yeah we're like almost like after this one there's one and then it's the finale yeah this is the last combat combat this is the last combat before the finale combat this is wild yeah man Wow. Well, we should we should sum up the episode for folks at home if they haven't already watched it, or if it's been a bit since they've they've watched the show. Uh, so let's go ahead and do that recap. Recap. Man, are, you, that? are you a DJ now? <laughs> no, definitely uh, not. Skrillex could never. Skrillex could honestly could never because it was so poorly done. Listen, uh, the society of DJs, the society of disc jockeys. Um, are gonna send a letter to you that's just gonna be like hey man listen you're too good you're putting us to shame putting us out of business cease and desist please for our sakes also can we use your clip to uh to put in our mixes my dude sincerely the society of disc jockeys (laughs) my answer to them would be a hard no i cost a lot of money she ain't never gonna stop (laughs) Oh, shit. I guess you could say uh, she can't stop, won't stop. Won't stop, can't stop. Can't oh, stop, won't stop. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Oh, jeez. Recap. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, What's up? Welcome to the Recap Corner. I feel like it's been so long since we've recorded an episode. Why does it feel like I don't remember how to do this? It's legit. We we record these weekly. It is has been exactly a week i it feels so, like years. i don't know it, i i i agree though it feels weird but we're gonna 
get into it. We'll ease on in. So the recap corner today is sponsored by the makers of the Box of Doom. Try their newest <laughs> product, the Trash Can of Anguish. Trash Can Anguish, <laughs> where all dumpster fires spring forth. Recycling not allowed in the trash can of anguish. Additional anguish added after purchase. Hey, that was good. I like that one. Thank you. I, you know, sometimes you just want to grow up to be an infomercial narrator. Also, the Box of Doom made the most appearances in this episode. So many times. So many times. So it was many a, times. This episode was full of doom. <laughs> it was, it was, uh... I guess you could call, uh... Oh, no. I guess you could call Brennan Dr. Doom on this one. (laughs) Guys, that was bad, and I apologize for that one. Uh, That's the one time I will ever apologize for one of my puns. This is it. Wow. Everybody gets one. Anyway, hit that timer, my dude. Okay, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Recap Corner. Cool. So it's a combat episode. They're in the arcade. Um, So they have, like, a crazy moment where, like, everybody has to watch out because they might be sucked into some video games and they have to do, like, Box of Doom throws. There's a lot of Box of Doom throws in this one. Um, But thankfully, like, some sick moves happen. Fabian gets a sword from the prize counter. Gorgug's in a rage. But uh, everybody almost dies at a point. It's very scary for this one. Uh, Gorgug tries calling his parents, but it doesn't work. Um, Fig is tripping balls. Adine is almost completely dead. Uh, Riz gets stuck in a palimpsest and it's really, really bad, but thankfully he gets out and everything's good and they kick Biz's ass and it turns out at the end, Biz has been tricked into thinking that he's the evil villain when he's not actually the evil villain. He's just still the worst though. (laughs) Yeah, he's still the worst. He's the worst dude. he's still the worst dude. Like he's Great still recap, the worst. Though. Thank you. I was oh my god, I was frantically glancing over at my notes being like, what else <laughs> happened? Cuz like with combat it's pretty straightforward of like, hey, there's a combat like you can make the summary be like they had combat, they either won or they didn't win. <laughs> yeah. These were the cool moves, honorable yeah. mentions, but there was also a lot of, you know, there was still some good plot in this one too. So, Absolutely. it was a lot. Absolutely. Let's dive in, well, my dude. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's see. Uh, I put... Oh, my first... Uh, here's my first note, and it's very important. Um, fuck biz. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the and first I mean, one. Um, the very first moment is biz getting fucked. Uh, by, not literally. By <laughs> Riz, because uh, the, the episode picks up where the last one left off, which is to say... With Riz deceiving Biz to get him to trust him, to get him to give him uh, immediate box of doom, the pounces, and it's an immediate. We're starting off, starts off the tone of this episode with Riz uh, having to roll in the box of doom, and he deceives him. Yes, uh, so it does work out. Yeah, uh, how how it should. I do want to say too that uh, Biz's character model is just so gross looking too. Yeah. Like, he's just, he just looks bad, and it's correct, because he's bad, and he should feel bad, and then all of a sudden, it becomes vaporwave vomit time, is how I described it, um, 
is uh i don't like somehow his glasses and like his spell like he does like a shit ton of like weird magic because it's not like because they do an arcana check and it's not just one spell it's like an amalgamation of like a shit ton of magic going on yeah Um, there's just effects going on everywhere in the arcade it's basically they've been sucked into paula abdul's opposites attract music video with the the cartoon tomcat where she's dancing in the live action heidi do you remember this music video come on of course, man of, of course i do of course you i take do two steps forward i take two steps back <laughs> it was in the height in the 90s in the height of the the animated live action cohesion that occurred it's like mixing that with the music video for aha's take on me that's how i would yeah describe. where they get s- totally they get sucked into like the video games for sure 100 yeah it's just it's just they've been sucked into an episode of i love the 80s on vh1 i'm using a lot of references in this minute we're starting off with a lot of references man uh but i always loved those shows i don't know why they were so good (laughs) they were very good very funny comedians on them usually they also taught us a lot Yes, I learned a lot from those MTV shows, which is wild. Um, but yeah, episode starts off just so insanely. The other important thing, I think, at the beginning of the episode is that Brennan makes sure to point out that there's a case of cool fucking prizes in the arcade. Uh, that everyone, most everyone, then goes to try to investigate uh, and perceive. You gotta and do a usually... perception check on the prizes, my dude. Yeah, they're just trying to see if there's anything important in those in the glass prize case. Uh, because, you know, Brendan's not going to point it out for nothing. doesn't not mean everything not. in there is important, but, uh, you know, there could be a key to, to success in those yeah. cases. But nobody does a very good job of that, so. Yeah, well, except for Fabian. Fabian at the beginning. Because he gets he, the sword. He, he gets the sword, but I mean also... If Brennan just goes, like, okay, there's a teddy bear, there's a skateboard, there's a sword, like, you're gonna grab the sword, especially if you're a fighter like Fabian. Go for the skateboard, my dude. I wanna shred. I thought you might say that. (laughs) I'm gonna shred it up. They could have taken that skateboard, gone over to the skateboard dwarves, the skater dwarves, and been like, hey guys, let's talk. Now we have a skateboard. I don't think now is the time for that, but sure, you could at some point do that. What are you talking about? Now is the perfect, acceptable time. They're not doing yes, anything Le- important. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. Not not fighting any possibly major villains, uh, saving girls' lives in We're not about to arcade. come to the head of the season. Not at all. No, it's definitely not about? Big Bad. No, no, no. Definitely not. Huh? Not the penultimate <laughs> fight. <laughs> Ooh, good word, good word, good word. Penultimate. Hey. Yay. Series of unfortunate events, my dude. Penultimate peril. Hey, series of unfortunate events. Such a good series. Oh my yes. god. Um, so my favorite thing, um so the ghost nerds show up. Cause that's the thing too. Oh. Biz summons yeah. a bunch of ghost nerds uh to to fight. And of course, um Kristen Applebee's has her uh What's it called? Um, the... Channel Divinity, Turn Undead. Yeah, that thing. Um, with the, the philosophers and the... Oh. Um, no, wait. that's not it. Which one? What is that called? Uh, uh, that's her spirit guardians. And yes. she also has... 
something else that I can't remember the name of, but the uh, spirit, guardians. spirit guardians, yeah. which is the philosophers. Yeah, that's the one that I'm talking about because it's the first time that we see um, we see Soul come back, and like before uh, the Helio. philosophers. Yeah, that's, Helio. Yeah, before the philosophers. Okay, yeah. we're getting all out of. Let me hold on. Yeah, she uh, creates, and it's before she does it like right before the battle because she everybody's feeling the combat coming, of course, just because. You know, the, the way that the episodes are laid out, they know it's, oh, it's about two hours. We're probably going to uh, start going to the new episode soon. So, you know, combat's coming. Uh, so that's when Gorgug sends his parents away. And then Kristen calls on a guardian of faith. And her guardian of faith, uh, which these are cool. They can last eight hours. It's one action to cast. So that could have, like, she could have just had that around for eight hours, you know, if they didn't go directly to combat. But it's a creature... Any creature, creature hostile to you that moves to the space within 10 feet of the Guardian for the first time on a turn must succeed a dexterity saving throw. And then they take automatically 20 radiant damage. Uh, so that's really... They can do that three times, basically, for 60 damage. So it's a pretty heavy hit for three enemies on the first time that they enter the space. But it took the form of a corn dude, it which was interesting. It took the form of a corn dude. Um, this is all just to say uh, about the the corn uh, that they say a great line where they scream out, "Feel the mighty glow of my kernels." <laughs> yeah, it makes you realize you do kind of. I do kind of miss the corn. Like Helios sucks, I but the, cor- the corn. The corn aesthetic was fun. Yeah, I miss it a bit because it's corn. Like yeah, because <laughs> why not? Children of the corn, my dude. Love it, hate it. You still gotta appreciate corn in some form, you know? It's also, when we're recording this, it's also fall. So, like, you know, we're all about that fall aesthetic. Even when it's not fall, let's have the fall aesthetic. It barely feels like fall, honestly. Oh, yeah, Uh, that's right, because you're in California, where you don't get seasons. Yeah, basically. But it has started to get cooler at night, which is always fun, so loving that. See, it's freezing here. I'm wearing a sweater. It's a good time. It's cold and wet and windy all day. It's been wonderful. It hasn't rained. I love it. It hasn't rained in months and months and months. I very much miss the rain. The next time it rains, I'm going to just walk outside in it. Yeah, you should, honestly. Really craving that. But anyways, yeah, so Kristen uh, casts her Guardian of Faith, and then she casts Spirit Guardians, uh, which we get the philosophers again because they're the best. Heidi, I've just given it a lot of thought. I know what I'm gonna oh. do. I'm gonna collect gonna the rainwater in a bucket now. Okay, which? And I'm gonna drive You're out gonna to California. To <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna drive out to California and I'm gonna dump it on you. But like, I'm gonna feed it through a hose, so it's much more of like an actual rain. Oh. So like, you're going to, like, you put your thumb over the hose so it feels rainy. Yeah. You know, where you put it over the... And it yeah. goes, like, Psh. You're going to give the little spray, the little spritz. Yeah, a, little, a little spritzy spray. Just or you could beast. send me New York water and I could make bagels. That bagels is true. Bagels aren't the same, That know? is better. Oh, man, dude. I got the best <laughs> bagelry that I just found, like, a couple oh. of blocks away. Ooh. Jelly. I'm going to be the size of a house. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I learned how to make sourdough bread, so, you know, same. I want food. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> no um, food for us, just corn. So, uh, Gorga goes into a rage and gets a nat 20 for charisma on it. Which, you know, I don't think charisma is... 
I don't think it's necessarily one of his lowest stats, but getting natural he, 20 he's on got that Christmas zero, save, um, a plus zero, yeah. not the worst. I think his intelligence is lower. Yeah. I think his intelligence is a minus one. But, um, but yeah, natural 20 on that uh, first charisma saving throw, which will then become, a tr- like, the charisma saving throws are, it's all about, this whole episode is all about charisma saves. All about charisma saves? All about wisdom saving throws? Uh, Lots of saving throws in this episode, that's for sure. And uh, perception checks on the prize box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he saves <laughs> so he... You got it. You got it. You, you got to do a perception check on the prize counter. Oh, you got to. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zach, uh, Gorgog is not taken into the game, uh, although they don't know that that's what would have happened. Yes. Um, yes, nobody's been told that yet, so it's very no. exciting. No. Uh, very my next intriguing. note is is just about the real ninja sword and all of the discourse that follows oh. and Brennan's explanation about the real ninja sword. Oh, oh no. Because there's one thing in that whole thing that I hate. Mm. That I hate. Yes. So the whole thing is that Fabian gets the sword and there's a little placard. Um, and uh, it's like saying like, oh, it's it's a real like ninja sword from a real ninja monastery. My friend Trevin got it. And that's the thing I hate that the man's name is Trevin. Oh, Trevin. no. It's a bad name. It's bad. And you know somebody somewhere is named it. Yeah, Trevin, if you're listening, I'm so with Haley sorry. With three Ys. Honey, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a setup for failure. Unless, of course, you chose that name and you're really proud of it, then like, hey, then don't listen to okay, us. Yeah, we're yeah, we're offending Trevins. Uh, it's just a name. You I know? just hate just this one, Trevin. This yeah, specific this Trevin. Fake, yeah, metaphorical Trevin. Yeah, who says he found this sword in a real ninja monastery. The worst. Hey, man, listen, maybe you shouldn't steal their stuff. Yeah, dude. They're just chilling, Trevin. (laughs) Yeah, Trevin. The worst. This Trevin is the worst. This This Trevin is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Fig takes a bit to... Uh, there's a lot of conversation about Fig grabbing everything from the display box. There's she a wants bit to of case the joint, man. She she did case the joint. She did case the joint. And then she wants then to she, jack all their stuff. She wants to jack all her shit, but it would have taken her basically her full turn because yes. that makes sense to grab multiple items. Picking up one item is a free action in uh, in terms of like turn economy. But this is a case that holds many. Yeah, we're many... talking about smashing glass. We're talking about smashing like glass. going through yeah. the containers, like ripping yeah. open plastic uh, bags. That's a lot. That and those like... little like those little uh, tabs that are a bitch that you need scissors to get through. Yeah, zip ties and some shit. of them might have zip nah. ties. Like also you don't know there might how like well. What if something is like Barbie enclosed in a box? Those were a bitch to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, if there's those things that are, like, they're, like, 
um, the clear sticky hands, the colorful sticky hands that you slap to each other's faces and slap on the ceiling. You know you got to stop and play with that. Like, that's going to take too much time, Fig. It would have been a whole can of worms. But instead, she just decides to grab Fabian and Dimension Door all the way to the back. Oh, my God. all the way up in there. I love this part because Brennan apologizes for being a stickler for a hot second. Um, But he asks her, like, have, like, have you fully, like, have you just seen, like, she says she cases the joint, but, like, has she just seen the outside or has she seen everything? Um, Yeah, because in terms of, like, how things happened last episode, it all happened pretty quickly, which is, like, true in terms of just, like, how it played out in the scene. She did say that she did that, but I think this is a good check-in moment, and it makes the game more fun to be, like, to, to have those moments that you need to roll for. And whatnot. Yes. And it's, it also just makes sense. Like, yeah. we love good logic, my dudes. We need to stick we to the realm logic. of possibility. That's good storytelling. Yeah, man. Way to yeah, go. But she had. Her role succeeded. She, she had seen the back. So she was able to grab Fabian and Dimension Door, one of the best spells, uh, all the way to the back. Basically a teleport with a, like a little purple door. It's fantastic. Yeah, and Fabian had no idea what was going on. Ah, very confusing. All Fig said was, <laughs> trust me. Yep. And then you're suddenly in a totally different place. Heidi, confusing. would you trust me if I, uh, if I went up to you and just said, trust me? If I already knew that you could do magic, and then that is what you, you know... In the if, context of this, if, if like you, didn't you know? then I don't know. I don't know. I trust don't know. Trust me. <laughs> I don't know. We, it would depend on the circumstance. How do you trust me? <laughs> I definitely think if we were being attacked and it was like me, you versus a, a like band of ghost nerds, I would trust you. But, hey, hey, you know, do you trust me? Hey, I'm taking my glasses off here. <laughs> Do you trust me? Of course I trust you, dude. Of course. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Um, you shouldn't, but thank you. <laughs> Do you trust me? Absolutely, with my life. I would die for you. Oh, fucking shit. Jesus, okay, wow. I would murder That's for you. Lot. Oh, okay. I'm gonna tell you right now. I wouldn't do that. I um, would myrtle. I would myrtle. Money. I would myrtle for what? you. <laughs> I would myrtle a bunch of people. We'll have to get into that after the episode, because now we need to talk about how all of a sudden Brennan announces Katia downloaded. Yeah, all of a sudden we know that bad shit's Ka- going on. Yeah, we know that that's referring to Katia Cleaver, one of the, the seven maidens. Girls. Yes. Not maidens. Oh, no. They are. There's seven oh, of them, and they are I maidens. Know, but I hate it. It just, it just makes it so much worse. I'm going to... Because again, tell you right now, uh, with the whole I'm tell you, maidenhood, I'm going to tell you right now that that is how they are officially referred to. So. God, it's oh god, it's even just like just call them seven virgins. Just make it uh, even no, worse. That's, there is a distinction that is worse. <laughs> They're both as bad in my brain. I didn't. I didn't equate maiden to virgin until watching fantasy high because like you hear about like it's the maidenhood i have never thought of it that way was not aware 
See, um, so for me, I was in that bad, Catholic but. school, so there you go. Yeah, you get all that weird shit. But yeah, Katya's downloaded, so I think that that that's a really cool thing that I enjoy because it definitely it adds a time factor to the fight, uh, which I think is important to like change up elements of a combat yeah um there's also things where people put you know hourglasses to like make real life time a factor yeah um so i love when there's like a countdown like you can't dilly dally you can't fuck around you got to figure this out because there's real life consequences happening right now and it has begun yeah and i I also love that he doesn't explain it because that would be you know no one would explain that to you in the moment so yeah. they have to also be like, okay, now we have a timer, but also, what does that what mean? What does it mean? And there's things that you can, you know it's not good. Like, there's things you can infer, obviously. Uh, but yeah, there's still that air of mystery that's like, okay, downloaded. What does that mean? Where does Where is she downloaded to? What does that mean? What does it all mean? What does it all mean? You know, the major question that anyone should ask in their D&D game. <laughs> She's surfing the web, literally. Um, oh, we've got more saving throws next, and we this do. is when this is when Fig fails her wisdom saving throw from Biz, which causes just the frustration and hilarity that is Fig throughout this fight. She does get kind of tapped out of this fight at this point because she's just tripping balls after she's she fails. Balls. <laughs> It's a it's a rough time. The the spell that gets cast on her uh, creates a bunch of bizzes that are around just dancing, and it just looks looks like a, a TikTok gone wrong. Just a just a bad bad compilation TikTok gone real wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's bad news, and she's out of it. She like can't kind of focus on th- like it's a it's a trip. She's having a hard time. Luckily, Fabian succeeds, but it's rough having your yes. bard out because she is such a support class. She also can do pretty decent, like really good damage uh, yeah. when Fig is able to cast like Shatter and shit like that. She's great. Um, but yeah. the, one of the huge things about a bard is that she's a support class. So people were down not having inspiration and additional like support. Yeah, nobody got any wings. Fight. No winks this fight. Nobody got any winks. Ugh, that sucks. The worst. Riz did have an inspiration, though, because my next note is that Riz had a bad roll, and uh, he also rolled really bad on the inspiration, so he must have gotten it right before she got uh, tapped out, basically. Uh, and he he's like, fuck you, to the, like, bardic inspiration die that he I think he rolled a one on. And uh, Emily hey. just goes, don't blame it on the bard. <laughs> Don't blame it on the bard, man. She's just tripping balls, okay? Yeah, tripping. She got some really dodgy molly, and it's... uh, It's a bad time. It's not sitting well in her system, and... No, man. And she doesn't have a friend nearby to take care of her. That's what you gotta make sure to do if you're experimenting with uh, recreational drugs like that. Make sure you have someone nearby who you can trust. Have a sober buddy. Gotta have a sober buddy who's maybe done this before, will understand what your needs are. Not that I'm advocating for doing recreational drugs, but if you're going to fucking do it in this house, you should just do it in this house where you're safe, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be the mom that's like, 
I don't want you to drink, but if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Because <laughs> we have a house that you can go to. We have a physical... We don't have a physical house. We are homeless. I mean, that's not true. We I do live in a house, but I don't have an apartment. Where are you? <laughs> I told you, I live in a house. Um, uh, but yes. I, other than that, I'm not going to give you too many details. I don't want to be found. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hermit. Hey, um, <laughs> what a mood. Nobody ever wants to be found. I don't want to be perceived. Thank you. That's, that song in um in Dear Evan Hansen, You Will Be Found, is the yeah, opposite of what I want in my life. the complete opposite. I just don't <laughs> want to be found ever again. I want to be called missing and my case to go cold and me to just live out I my life. I would like life. to be a cold case. Yes, just me living out my life somewhere as In a solitude. berry picker. Oh, that sounds like a great time. Uh, yeah. But speaking of Riz and that bad roll, the bad roll, I think, was on a charisma save. It was on whatever save would have kept him from going into a game, which I think is charisma, um, which he did not successfully do. And he was pulled into Penny's game, Lucky Stone's. Yeah, we get sucked into the game, baby. Yeah, and he's the first one to get sucked into the game, I believe. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of like troubleshooting with that. So he doesn't jump right into playing like everybody else kind of does later on. So because of that, he ends up not being too successful at it. But that's uh, kind of what, what we can talk about a little bit. There's a little bit in between there. But he's a little bit like shook getting into the Lucky Stones game. You should immediately start playing. You know this. You guys know you gotta, this. How many times have we seen playing. this trope of the main heroes get sucked into a video game? You have to know by now. Hey, start playing by the rules, but also play by your own rules. I don't think Riz uh, was a kid who watched a lot of TV. Like, in terms of, yeah, like, kid TV. That like, he kid was watching, like, gamer. forensic files. Sure. Sure. But he was more focused on the crime aspect of anything and solving mysteries and puzzles and stuff. You know? You should, That's what no, I feel I, for him. I feel like the only cartoon he's ever watched is Scooby-Doo. And even then, Probably. he was like, he hid that from the world that he watched Scooby-Doo. I he am watched more the mature X-Files. than this. <laughs> yeah, Definitely watched the this. X-Files. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, my next note is that we get something we haven't gotten in a while, which is a panic attack from Madine. She's having a hard time uh, dealing with what's going on. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot. Because, like, not only are you trying not to get sucked into a game, but the ghosts are trying to go after you, too, and they can scare the shit out of you. Yeah, and the ghosts, yeah, the ghosts are fucking people up and making them really scared. They can also Um, possess you, fun fact. One one tries to jump in Fabian's mouth, and then immediately after that, he is afraid of, he becomes feared. He becomes afraid of one of them. Which I hate, because, like, hey, if if somebody came running towards me, full-on screaming, let me get in your mouth. Yeah. I would also immediately be terrified. Yes. How would you not be? Yes. And then it's not over there. He he is feared. Someone So someone tries to jump in his mouth. A ghost tries to jump in his mouth. He's feared. And then he's immediately sucked into a game. Let me in your mouth. Let me in your mouth. Give no. me your mouth. 
You nasty. That's I'm going to climb inside you. Oh, the worst. Uh, and he, he gets sucked into Antiope Jones's dancing game. At first, you think it's a fight. Uh, but no. Fabian oh, must dance. DDR. It's DDR. <laughs> He's got to dance it out. It's D-N-D-R. Okay. Uh, and also right around that time is when Danielle Barkstock is downloaded. Yes. Danielle is downloaded. Yeah, so this is bad. There's so many things happening. Things are so very many things. bad. Things were going pretty wrong. Right after that is when Riz loses the game, and that's when we learn that if you lose the game that you get sucked into, you get put into a palimpsest. Yeah, he gets put into a crystal, my dudes. And But, Which, like, it's wild because, like, he can, like, kind of hear other people. Yeah, he Which can hear... Crazy. He can hear Penny and Zelda. He can, like, hear the folks... Which is, like, so hear... scary because that means all the palimpsests are connected. At least in this moment because they're yeah. all connected to the machine. Uh, so who knows if when they were separate they were connected at all. We don't really get any insight into that. Um, but right now they're connected to the machine, so they're all connected in this way. Uh, and Bridget's laughing. What's up, Bridge? You know what they should do? Oh, no. You know what they're gonna do? What? No, wait, I'll save this joke for later. Okay, fun. That's always fun. <laughs> yes, um, it makes more sense. It makes more sense with another character. Okay, great. Uh, save your jokes. <laughs> but yeah, he's sucked into a into a palimpsest. He can hear the voices around him, and we get uh, the fun uh, little uh, little thing of some uh, background noises from Brennan. You know, playing, doing Penny's voice and doing Zelda's voice, and being like, "Hello, anybody? Anybody there? Help! Hello? Hello? <laughs> Is anyone there?" So we get a little I'm bit different. of that. Little VO. Different. Have you ever have you ever played Portal? I know of Portal. I've seen people play Portal. I have not played Portal, but I am aware of the game. Uh, so first off, uh, Portal just had its thirteenth birthday. Um, wow, the release that's date crazy. was uh, October tenth, two thousand seven. Um, so, uh, happy birthday, you crazy crazy game. Um, but Portal 2 specifically is what I'm going to be referencing right now. Uh, so there are these little robots called the turrets, and they shoot at you. They're the security bots, basically. Um, and a couple of them, because they can't move, they're just kind of there. So, like, you can just pick them up and, like, place them other places and have them shoot at each other or shoot at a wall and they'll just fall over. Um, sure. So they can't see you unless you're in their line of vision. Um, but they can, they can have this little teeny tiny voice and they go, hello, are you still there? Hello, I'm different. Hello. I don't think I like that. And I, I, I hope that that's what Riz hears in the, in the crystal. It's just, that's basically it. Yeah. That's that, basically what it is. Yeah. Good. That's all I want <laughs> in this life is a portal. Which would be disturbing fantasy on so high many crossover. Levels. Because it's also not just, like, random... It's voices of people he knows. And someone who he's been actively looking for for a year, basically. Uh, so that's disturbing on many levels. If it was me, I would just start singing in the arms of an angel. 
in the yard. In the crystal. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody else is just kind of like doing their normal, like scared, like confused. And then you just hear, in the arms of the angels. Oh, I don't know if that would make him feel any better. No, it would make Ooh. everyone feel worse. And I would be very happy to do that oh, to evil. everyone. <laughs> so he's stuck in a crystal. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, uh, sweet Gorkuk um, tries to call his parents. Yeah, he tries to call his parents. Which is the most logical thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, a kid confused about what to do in a place where they know their parents would have knowledge because they were just here doing this call your mom that makes total sense Uh, even if even if my parents didn't have any knowledge in this i'd be like i'm gonna call call my mom mom real quick yeah yeah dude um but gorgug is sucked into a game so he can't he can't really take the call at that moment because he's sucked into a game but it is interesting that he is he's sucked into a game with gnomes yeah, the gnomes end up being, it's not uh, another one of the girls, or at least it's not said that it's one of them. No, it's uh, just maybe, like Whack-A-Gnome. It's Whack-A-Gnome. So then it's, hey, bud, and you like, get all the voices of his parents as he's whacking these gnomes. Um, I wonder if maybe it was a game that had one of the girls that was already taken, already downloaded, oh, like maybe. Katya or Danielle. I don't know, yeah. or maybe that was, or maybe that was just literally off the top of Brennan's head, and he made it up on the spot. Either yeah. way, it works. It's he, cool. He's feeding off, uh, feeding off what has just what's, transpired. Yeah, what's immediately happening. Yeah. Um, then we get some ghosts attempting to jump into Fig's mouth. Uh, one of them tries to, but she rolls a natural twenty and resists. And then immediately after that, there's another one. Uh, Which... And I just wrote, gross. Gross, yeah. It gets Gross. inside her mouth. It's it's a little frog that sits inside of her mouth, like Tom Holland apparently has. Everybody talks about Tom Holland apparently has, he looks like he's got a little frog that sits in his mouth, which I was very confused until I looked at photos of him and went, why is that the most accurate description of someone I have ever seen in my life? So Fig's got a ghost frog in her mouth. Yeah, that is a that is a good distinction. We know that they jump into their mouths and then they they like possess them, but we don't know if they're ju- just jumping into the mouth and then staying in the mouth or going deeper into the body. Although, Brennan does say that she that she or someone it might be her or Fabian I can't remember I think it's her can feel it like holding her heart like a remote control. Oh, I don't so, like that. <laughs> No, I don't either. I don't but like that somebody can press pause, and that's bad. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, gross is accurate. It's gross. It's gross. It's gross. It's bad. It's gross. It's bad for everyone. It's Next, bad. it's bad. Next, Fabian dances his way out of the game. He's quite a dexterous fighter, so he doesn't have any issues. Box of Doom Part Three. Is that the third Box of Doom? I didn't make any notes of which specific ones were Box of Doom, because basically any time someone is about to get sucked into a game, there's a Box of Doom roll. So I wrote a note that said lots of Box of Doom rolls. I didn't count them, because it's basically any time someone's about to get sucked into a game, that's when they roll in the Box of Doom for the most part. And then there's a few others uh, added there. But it was just, there's so many. They just happen constantly throughout the episode. I think Um, it's 
three because i tried to write them down because i went oh my god everything is box of doom and i need to differentiate which ones are which i mean i know for sure that the one of the major reasons why the box of doom keeps coming out is because of those charisma saving throws to not get put into a game so we know that riz and fabian and gorga got sucked into a game so that's three for sure and then there's the additional one from zach earlier on where he made the save and he didn't get sucked in wait gorga didn't i don't think he did a box of doom for the for the first one for the stuck in game I think I, it was think, just a, a roll. I don't really... That's I. Most of them had to do with that. I, like I said, yeah. I didn't think it was really worth noting because there's just so many. Just oh. know that there's a shit ton of box... I, I don't really there's see the point so in many. counting them all. There's just so many. I just um, like counting. I know. I like, and that's great. I like numbers. That's great. I don't like math. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like math either, but I like numbers. And I like numbers. But Fabian dances his way out of the game, um, which, yeah, so it's usually with charisma saving throws about being sucked into the game, and especially if they are rolling to get out of a game. That's yeah. another role for sure that they do in the Box of Doom. So that's to yeah. differentiate. Um, and at the, around the same time, Antiope downloaded. Antiope yeah. is downloaded. Which is got another. Another maiden down. Uh, thankfully, Fabian succeeds in his DDR of death. Yes. Um, so he gets out, uh, but he is still scared. So he has to run still away. Still scared. So he's still running away, but he's able yeah. to make uh, saves at the end of his turn. He just hasn't quite done it yet. Uh, yeah. Kristen casts Beacon of Hope, which is a fantastic spell. Yeah. Uh, it's good for heals and a bunch of other things. And, you know, clerics are badass. They're the best. Clerics. Wow. Are you biased or something? Hey, I do love a cleric, man. That's fair. I respect that. Yeah. I still haven't played, so I don't I don't know who I love yet. Probably bards. <laughs> Probably, Probably bards. Probably bards. If I can yeah. sing, if, if I can have a character that all they do is just sing Phil Collins songs... Yeah. Um, I want that. I see that for you. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Uh, um, yeah. So Kristen does the thing. Yeah. She's speaking of hope. Yeah. Clerics are a badass. And then Sam is downloaded. Yeah. So that's four. Four maidens downloaded. Which is so scary. It's He's just getting worse and many. worse. He's yes. too many. Um, and we're back with... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the next note I have is Adine no longer afraid. So um, I'm sure there's something in between there. Um, I didn't note that, so I don't know where it lines up. But yeah, she, she is no longer... Because she was so afraid. She panicked. And she was so afraid. And then, yeah, she, she was able to make her save against it. Or she used her portent role. Yes. Yeah. 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 We also have Wackanome with Gorgug. He he fucking wins that game, obviously. It's right up yeah. his alley to just whack some shit with a hammer or axe. It's perfect for yes. him. Yes. And thankfully he he succeeds. He gets out. Wow. Gets it's out. great. And um, then because I, Yeah, go yes. ahead. Yes. No, you go. 
I was just going to say, because of his mindless rage, which he got because he's at a higher level, he can't be, he can't be feared. He cannot be afraid. So he's mindlessly raging. He's raging hard enough to where these ghosts can't scare him one bit. Yeah. It's the best. Fucking love barbarians. Yeah. He's a good boy. Um, oh, the best. I do want to point out that yeah. Fig being possessed, um... There's one point where Brennan looks at Emily and goes, uh, read this in your most threatening voice. And Emily's just like, oh, okay. Um, and apparently, like, full-on threatens Fabian. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's fair. It's, yeah, she's she's possessed. And she's possessed, let's bring man. up the daddy issues. Let's bring up the, <laughs> let's bring up the shadow, feel, living in the shadow of, of accomplishment rough and then i also have as a note piss in the palimpsest riz piss in the palimpsest <laughs> see he, uh brennan describes the uh the crystal and and emily straight up goes you should piss in it <laughs> fully missed that one but yeah. that sounds <laughs> about very, right it was a very small comment and i was like okay piss in the palimpsest Cool. It's like what? when you're stuck in an elevator. <laughs> yeah, like what? And immediately someone goes, "This is the pee corner." And it's like we've been here for two minutes. We don't have to pee. Nobody marked their territory yet, guys. No, it's too soon. Like, pee come corner. on. You better you hold it, to. dude. You better fucking hold it, my dude. Um, you know, piss in the palimpsest. Piss in palimpsest. Piss in that crystal. We get some more badass cleric shit. Yeah. With Kristen, with Kristen, Kristen she's been waiting em. to get folks kind of, everybody congregated into one space as much as possible in terms of party members so that she can do the most successful turn undead. Because if she does the turn undead in a, in a weird spot, it could turn them in the direction of her friends. It could turn some folks one way and other folks another way. Uh, it can get a little weird because they're in a smaller space. They're not in, like, an open field or battlefield or something. Uh, so she, she's she been waiting for the best time, and she finally is able to turn undead. And they begin, like their friends have done, uh, Fabian and uh, Adine have been running away this episode. The ghosts instead have their turn. Yes. Yes. Um, I love... So Fig gets released of the ghost. Yeah. Um... And uh, she does um, some funky bass beats yeah. um, to help her out. And one of the one of the philosophers uh, is like talking to her about it. And the philosopher very seriously goes, "What does it mean to be funky?" <laughs> I was like, "Such yeah. a good question. What does, what it, does mean? it mean to be funky?" You know. I don't know. I only know what I learned from that one funk episode of Glee, but I don't think that that was a good uh, example. See, you should watch Soul Train because that'll. Uh, that's really gonna teach me about how to really, be funky. Yeah, dude, we got the funk. Do you got that I mean, funk? They also sing that on Glee, but uh, bastardized for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, could but, you imagine if Glee no. had been around today? No. I don't want to. We would have um, had a Beyonce lemonade. I know. I don't want to think about it. It it was so bad. It was such a dark. I mean, we are in dark times, but it there was also a dark a Dear time. Dear Evan Hansen. When I, Hamilton, 
Just fuck Hamilton, me. Hamilton, 100%. No. Dear Evan Hansen, 100%. 100%. You will oh be found, God. 100%. Oof. Yuck. Oof. Um, <laughs> so thankfully, we're in There's just a Pasek and Paul episode. <laughs> oh, God. There would be. There, La 100%. Land. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> so what does it mean to be funky? We don't know. All I know is that Fig is released. She's out. She's good. She's feeling good. Biz sucks. Biz sucks. Biz yeah. sucks. Also I have that Adine goes down. She goes yeah. unconscious for a moment. Adine goes down. Uh Fig takes some some major damage. Um, mm-hmm. but thankfully is still, still standing, but a dine is in the, is in the full blown, like what a, a death, death saving rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like scary. Um, but sure. fig pulls out a cool thing, right? as like, um, the turns about to change. Emily's like, wait a minute. I have a reaction move. Like, eh. wait, will this work? And like holds up the, the, the info and Brennan's like, hell yeah, that works. Um, and it's something about demonic flames. Um, and Brennan gives me the best line in the entire episode that he says just so nicely. <laughs> and uh, he's just like, yeah, you hit a fucking tasty lick on that base. Yes. I had to replay it. I was like, what, you what did he just say? You hit a fucking tasty lick, dude. Oh shit! I rewound it. I was like, I, I must have misheard. I the description, have. and I did des- not. The description of incorporating Fig's base into her spell casting is just absolutely gorgeous from Emily herself, and especially from Brennan with lines like that. It's fantastic. You hit a fucking tasty, tasty lick, lick on that base. Yeah, man, dude. The- Iconic. The tastiest. <laughs> the tastiest. The fucking tastiest. tastiest. Oh, man. The fuckingest, tastiest, lickiest lick. Ew. Absolutely On not. On that basiest base. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. And, uh, yeah, so she's got flames. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, you know, she's partially of, like, flames. A, <laughs> yeah, she is partially flames. So like it She it totally is partially works. of flames. It fits her aesthetic. She was um, born of the flame. She was born of the flames. <laughs> um She rose from the flames. Next I have that Riz is in the system. He like makes a roll. He like finagles his way so that he is able to like mess with the system that he is stuck in internally. Because he got uh, a nat just, 20. Yeah, man. It's just so, it's so fucking sick. Just the yeah, sickest shit. It wasn't supposed to happen at all. Brennan no. was like, obviously like, wow, I don't know what to do with this moment. You've got a nat 20. <laughs> you but can, he, you can do some stuff. And that's, I, I wasn't just anticipating it, it. That's just one of the things that I have to compliment Brennan on. Uh, always compliments, only compliments for Brennan. Um, because I just absolutely love, and it ins- and it's one of the things that inspired me to to DM is that he rewards his players for success for like really cool ideas and good roles. He fucking reward he fully rewards them in a way that is so gratifying. Like just just because he wasn't anticipating 
that turn of events and that particularly fantastic role, it doesn't mean that he stops and doesn't know how to deal with it. He immediately is like, okay, great. I'm going to give you something sick to do now. And I just fucking love that. Yeah. You give him compliments. I give him vaguely threatening compliments. Yes. That's true. (laughs) Mine um, are all compliments too. They're just all vaguely threatening and slightly yeah, aggressive. They just start pretty aggressive, yeah. yeah. Um in in that moment when Riz is hacked into the system basically, he has a little conversation with Penny. Um and it's very sad. There's it's a lot very of sad. Yeah. It, I mean, especially when you think about it, Riz has been Penny was one of the few people who he could call a friend before he started freshman year at Egg Fort. Uh, and she was his babysitter. He was someone who, uh, he really trusted and cared about, and she's been missing for about a year. Yeah. Uh, so then having to be, this be the time where you're finally reunited is pretty frustrating for him, I imagine. And sweet, sweet baby Penny keeps being like, hey, don't blame yourself. Like, you're, you're trying. Yeah, you do best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, so sad. It's like, no, he can still save her. But yeah. She gets downloaded. She gets downloaded. Uh, heartbreaking. Um, but we do <sighs> find, because of that nat 20 breaking in, he can see where the channel is going. Yeah, he knows where they're being downloaded to. Going to the fucking AV club, my dude. To fucking Sheldon and Scrank. Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have no idea what's going on. I'm sure they have no idea what's going on. We know the one thing we know for sure is that it's going to the AV room. One thing we know for certain is Sheldon needs therapy. That too. Shelford. That is the second thing we not know Sheldon. for sure. Shelford. Yeah, Shelford, not Sheldon. There's no Sheldon. No, I'm thinking of the kid from My Life as a Teenage Robot. Oh my God! Yeah. The one that was in love with XJ9, Sheldon. Because if you've never seen that, highly recommend watching that show. It was a lovely, lovely show. It was good. She was a badass. My life as a teenage robot. Uh, Next, Gorgug is just like, fuck it. And he starts attacking the machine. Like, he's talking to his parents and they're like, well, (laughs) you could go back to the front of the arcade because that's usually where the circuit board is, but... By this time, he's already in the back with the machine. Absolutely fucking not. So he's just like, can I attack the machine? Can I just do that? And they're like, this is an emergency. Can I do that? Yeah, that'll work too. So remember my joke from earlier? Oh, no. Yes, yeah, hit me. Hit me with it. So I guess you could say he was raging against the machine. Jesus, that was such a long con for that. What a, what a callback, dude. Rage against the machine. He, Gorgug, fully rages against the machine. Yeah, you're not wrong. I can't fault you. It's perfect. It's a perfect joke. It's perfect. And That's then, my my sound of triumph. Do you guys like that in your ears? Yeah, isn't that I mean, terrifying? It, it was pretty uh, um, moderate I'm trying to in keep terms it, of loud. I'm trying yeah. to keep it tame for the audio. 
She's really holding it in, for sure. Um, Heidi goes through so many trials and tribulations already through the audio. It's the least I can do of, like, not making it worse. You're fine. Um, Little mama, let me whisper Stop. Ew, no. Um, And then right after that, because he's attacking the machine, Gorga gets attacked by the ghosts, and he gets hit. Pretty hard. He gets and, hit so hard. Yeah. Someone crits on him for sure. And then because of all of that damage or because of something that they've done, he ages a bit. And he gets yeah. a gray streak in his hair. Oh my god. I don't know. Male half-orc without a gray, st- gray streak in their hair? I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, if you <laughs> don't, don't have exist. one color, one opposite color streak in your hair, are what you are you even? doing? Cool or fun? Um, I want to do that so bad. I want to put a blue streak in my hair so bad. You should do it, dude. Why not? I don't have bleach. Also, I don't trust mm. myself with bleach. Okay, I was gonna say that's pretty easy <laughs> to get. Could you imagine? So there's gotta be more. I mean, if it's one spot, I'd end up dying my whole head. I need somebody else to do it for me it. so that the control is the issue. Yes, the control over me, myself, yeah. and I. Is well the problem. We should have done it when I still lived in New York, dude. Hey, just hey. come over. Yeah. It's not that far. California's <laughs> not that far. It's not that far from New York. Not, no, not like 5,000 yeah. miles or something. Um, yeah, not at all. The thing that concerns me about the aging of Gorgug is that, like, of anyone He's in the party... some shit. Sure. But, excuse me. I, like, internally burped. Um, it was, like, in my chest. Do you know that feeling? Good. I do that all the time here. Uh, How many times on this podcast have I accidentally burped right in the middle of talking? That's true. Um, but it was, like, one of those ones that wasn't just, like, a throat burp. It was, like, in the chest, and it still made the noise. Ooh. Ooh. Those hurt sometimes. They do hurt sometimes. This one didn't. Um. Okay, good. But the thing that concerns me with Gorgug being aged up a little bit is that Half-orcs don't really have a super long lifespan. And that's true of a lot of different races in D&D. The different lifespans for different uh, races are intense. Technically, Riz is going to die first because goblins only have, like, lifespans of, like, 20 to 25 years. Um, Excuse me. Wait a minute. Do not talk about the mortality of these characters. Don't do that to me. I do think that in terms of, like, this world, everyone's aging up similarly. But, like, in, term of, in terms of, like, rule book D&D rules, goblins have, like, really short lifespans. And then uh, half-orcs are, I think they usually age to about 85. Uh, so it's not quite, it's kind of like a normal human lifespan, but, like, maybe slightly shorter. And then, and then there's, like, on the very opposite end of that, there's Adine, who is ageless and will live forever. Um, she's an elf, so she's, like, mortal. Um, so. Wait. What are we talking here for Riz? Are we talking, like, hamster lifespan? or 20 like... to 25 years. I think that that is about right. It might be 25 to 30, but it's very short. Oh, her face. Her face is sad. <laughs> you have to reenact that face and then post it on the Instagram when we post this episode. Um. My glasses are completely falling down my nose, too, so I look like a very disgruntled Dumbledore right now. Nerd. 
But yeah. Shut up. But I think in ter- I think it's just for f- flavor. I don't really think that we're having going to have any issues with Gorga uh, like being very well aged past the rest. I um, can't believe you just brought up the mortality rate. <laughs> Of these characters I, to me. Like I said, I think Inspire and in Fantasy High that that's not what's really happening. Because in terms of, like, if we know for sure that Riz is, like, 14 or 15. Uh, so he would oh, be, like, halfway God. through his lifespan. So I don't think that that's what's happening. Because he also, in terms of, like, relative age as a goblin to humans... Like, he wouldn't be high school age at this point as a normal goblin. Okay. So I don't yes. think it's something we need to worry about. Um, okay. I just pointed out because it's a thing I've thought of. And it's a thing I think don't is very interesting. <laughs> because in my, like, home campaign, I'm playing an ASMR. And ASMRs are kind of like half-elves where they can live for, like, they live longer than uh, humans, but not by too much. So they can live to be, like, 125 years old. Uh, but not too much older than that. Whereas, like, gnomes and stuff like that can live to be, like, 500 or whatever. Don't um, scale me like that. You it's just a fun thing to me. think about. I don't mean to scale. Um, I'm very skilled. Okay. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. Next. Sorry. Uh, next is uh, Fabian. He finally is able to get the... Uh, hangman, the hangman finally arrives for him. And I say finally, but the hangman arrives in, like, a few seconds, so it's pretty quick. Um, (laughs) in terms of, like, how long combat actually takes, he's probably only took him, like, 15 seconds to get there or something. Um, and immediately, so, he's, before that, he is feared. And then the hangman arrives, he's able to get on the hangman, he loses, he's able to save against the fear, and he turns around on the bike and is going to race through the arcade on the bike. We're able to see, the hangman has like a wild 90 feet of movement, so he would have been able to go all the way to the back, but after... After Brennan points that out, that he would be able to go that far, he then also goes, oh, but you need to make a charisma saving throw. And he's immediately sucked into a game at the very front of the arcade. So all hopes and dreams are dashed immediately. It's sad. But luckily, he was sucked into a racing game, uh, which is badass. Yes. Very cool. Yes. It's a very cool, very cool addition. Um, Because now it's all up to Hangman. And I believe in Hangman. Hangman oh. is Fabian's security blanket. Very true. Very Comforted true. him the minute Fa- his fear went away. Fabian hugs hugs the front of the hangman as he's right, like laying on the hangman is holding the handlebars of the hangman and sucking his thumb like a security blanket. That's every what time, I imagine he does. Every time Fabian goes home and he parks hangman in his driveway, um, he has okay. to he, he yeah he has to give a little kiss and. Like, right before he goes to bed, he goes out into the garage and he just gives him a little, like, his, pat on the head. His nightly routine of, like, putting some of that car, that motorcycle wax on that he got earlier in the season. Does a little rub down and gives him a little, little, little kissy kiss. And no one can know. No one can ever know yeah. about this. Fabian And would, if they do know, they don't talk about die. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They know not to bring it up. That's a private mm-hmm. moment between a man and his bike. Okay? Yeah. You can't judge that. You know. Yeah. Let them let the people have their moments with their bikes. Let, let a boy have his moment with his bike. Yeah. Um, next I have that Adine has this crux moment. It's either she can choose between holding 
Zelda out of the palimpsest and getting her, or pulling her out of the, pulling her palimpsest out of the machine, or yes. pulling Riz's out, because someone's about to get downloaded. She can save Riz's one. palimpsest, or she can save Zelda's. Choose um, one. And it's a hard, hard moment of decision. There's a lot of back and forth. She might panic if she doesn't decide, and she chooses Riz. Um, yeah. She chooses our boy. And then yeah. Zelda is downloaded. Gets downloaded. Gets downloaded. And right Jeez. as right yeah. as Zelda's downloaded is when Biz goes, game over, over and over and over again, like a real dick. Yeah, because now all the girls are officially downloaded. Yeah. And then he's just like, you guys can just go. Like, you guys don't have to be here anymore. It's over. And they're just like, no, we're still going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yes. Um, which I did put in a uh, a note being like, I love that even though like everything has been stacked up against them and like, um, like things have been really bad this entire combat episode, throughout the entire episode, everyone is still given time to just completely dunk on Biz any yeah. chance they could get. And it was so funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, and right in that moment too, he's he's bragging and saying it's game over. But right before that, Kristen has jumped on to Gorgug's back so that her spirit guardians are also around him. And since they are within range of Biz, all of her spirit like her spirit guardians fucking wail on Biz, and he's knocked the fuck out immediately. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the dude. Best. It's time for the last box of doom. Oh, and it's time for the best box of doom of the episode. The it's best box of doom. It's it's this is wild. It's so good. Fabian is racing in that racing game. He's able to roll with advantage because he has the bike. The bike is giving him advantage in this race. But Brennan rolls first to see what Fabian needs to roll to beat the game, and Brennan rolls natural twenty. Yeah, so they're already like it's done. It's done. But just for fun, Lewis is just like, you know, just for fun. Let me, let me, let's just see. Lou. Let's just see what I'll roll. Um, Lou, why do Lou. I keep calling him Lewis? I don't know. I don't know either. Lou, um, I apologize. Uh, so Lou's like, yeah, you know, just for fun. So the first one, it, it definitely doesn't hit. It's a 10, And then the yeah. second one. Someone goes, I think it's Lou. I think he goes halfway there because he rolls a 10. He's like halfway yeah. there, halfway there. Next one's a crit. And lo and behold. It's a nat 20. <laughs> it's a natural fucking 20. Everyone starts screaming. It's amazing. Dude, it's I would too. Are you kidding me? Like he was sure. It was like, I'm done. I'm I'm going into another crystal. Like yeah, my and at character that point is too, trapped. We don't really know if there's another crystal like they said um there were two crystals left there were two crystals left okay yeah thank you yeah so like that would have been rough that would have been really fucking rough yeah dude Uh, and scary because who knows if the downloading would have continued at that point too because yeah uh riz's palimpsest is out of the machine if fabian goes into a palimpsest and then is downloaded what what happens what happens we don't know We don't, we don't know. know. And we will never know because he succeeded so epically. Yeah, um, so now everybody's out. Everybody's good. Um, well, not yet. Um, they're they're about to... Because um, Biz is, like, dead. Um, he's knocked out. Yeah, yeah, he's knocked out. And then Fig immediately goes, let's kill him. 
Yeah. Her and Allie. She and Allie. She and Allie make eye contact and are like committed to killing Biz. They are both thinking the same thing. They are murderous in those the looks zoom that they give in, one another. Hey, editors, the zoom nice. in editors of Dimension 20, my dudes. What a perfect zoom in to a person's face because Allie's so fucking good. face is just the epitome of just like, yeah, let's They're kill like, him. So ready to murder the fuck out of Fizz. <laughs> Fig is like her hands are like flaming. She's like, I want a burning hands him on his ears. I want a burning hands his brain. Like, yeah. they're fucking ready to fucking kill this guy. Adine's just fully screaming, being like, no, let's not do that. Meanwhile, Brennan has been doing life-saving throws the entire time. and Death-saving throws, yeah. Death-saving throws. And Fizz is now just dead. He's already uh, dead. So then it becomes a question of... Do we does revivify? Kristen, does Kristen have revivify prepared? Does she have the spell slot? Will she actually do it and yeah. actually bring him back? They yeah. decide to. They do bring yeah. him back. Because he's they just a fucking him. kid. Yeah. And they also need answers. More than anything. Yeah. If they didn't yeah, need they don't answers care from that him, he's a kid. Yeah. They're just like, we well, need answers. Adine brought that up. Um, but, right? I don't think for this one. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking I think of Rob. That was for the skater dwarves. Sure, and Rog. Um, yes, that too. Uh, yeah, that might be what I'm thinking. I don't think but, for this one. <laughs> I think Adine was just well, like, the, nah. More we than anything. Answers. Yeah, they need answers. Um, yeah. I have written down that Kristen says, you human equivalent to a snot ball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Biz wakes up, and they're just like immediately like, they handcuffed him because Fabian still had the handcuffs from Aelwins and Adine tries to ask him, where did you get those? And Fabian's just like, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You don't need to know. Yeah, it you don't matter. need to know what your sister's up to. Sister's yeah, to make sure he's all... Bitch. Yeah, they make sure his wings are tied up so he can't fly away. They handcuff yeah. him. They make sure he can't get away. And he's just so stupid. He wakes up and he's like, oh, do you think like I'll like take Riz's crystal and he takes the crystal and put it in the machine and he puts it in the machine and do, 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 do a little tap 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 on the keyboard and he does and it'll release him and he does yeah. so Riz is out Riz is good he's all chill Riz um, is not I, chill <laughs> Riz is the opposite of fucking chill when he gets out of that well, palimpsest well I meant like well, I meant, he's like, okay he's, yeah, he's alive he's, He's um, okay, he's not a palimpsest, but he is the opposite of fucking chill when it comes to biz my at the end of this episode. note for this next part, um, because now that Riz is out, uh, it's balls to the wall, my dude. Um, yeah. I put the note Literally. saying, uh, Jesus Christ, the party becomes rabid, and rabid well, is in all caps. And it's mostly biz. I mean, I mean, it's mostly Riz, because, like, why, why wouldn't Riz be absolutely pissed? He finally is able to talk to the girl he's been searching for for a year, his old babysitter who has been kidnapped for a year and who he's yeah. been looking for, and she slips through his fingers. He's so frustrated. He's he not fucking around. Almost. He also was downloaded. almost downloaded as well. Who knows what would have happened to Riz. And yeah. so he says to Biz, he asks him a question and does a countdown. And when Biz does not answer his question, he shoots off a finger. 
And then he does it again and shoots off another finger. And And Biz just likes counting. (laughs) And Biz just starts counting because he doesn't know what to do. And uh, for the last one, Biz says he's going to fucking shoot him in the head. (laughs) Yeah. And everybody's just screaming at each other. And it's wild. It's fucking wild. So uh, Fig puts puts uh, the fla- flames to his crotch. Yeah, she burning hands his balls. Yeah, which thankfully yeah. doesn't mean that she's touching his dick because uh, Brennan has to specify that being like, you're going to touch his dick. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's she's when like, she's no. going to heal him. Uh, yeah. She specifies when she, because she then heals him because he gets knocked out again because they're all doing so much damage to him. Um that she is doing a healing word so she doesn't have to touch him uh, to, to, to do that. Um, but he gives up some of the information. They're going to the AV club. They're in their bodies uh, and all that. But to get the most information they can, Adine reads his mind. She, uh, she casts a spell to read his mind. And when she does, she actually finds that he has had modified memory cast on him. None of this was his idea. He was manipulated by, assume, uh, Eowyn. Uh, she was the one with modified memory. It happened the same day as the party uh, at uh, Ostentatious. Um, yeah. And so he was made to believe that he came up with the idea in the first place. When really it was it was not his plan. And he has just so been a pawn. he's not, yeah, he's not actually the villain but he is still the worst. Um, he's still the worst, but he's not the v- worst in the yeah. same vein. In the same you way. You know what we mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he does, however, call, uh, when he's uh, talking about an example, um, he looks at Fig and goes, well, if I had a morsel like yourself, and just, uh, it's just the word, don't ever call somebody a morsel. It's just the worst. <laughs> Don't ever call yeah. someone a morsel. Oh, that's he sucks. Um, so, uh, so we've seen, you know, uh, when we went into Aelwyn's, uh room, we saw the memory. Um, modify memory. Yeah, modify memory. <laughs> the thing. Um, yeah. So we know it's somehow tied. So here's where my thing comes in. Ooh, we get a theory. So we know that Penelope is now involved. Yeah. Um, so, like, and she probably was there and, like, helped with modifying Biz's memory is what I'm assuming. That makes sense. Um, for me, and I think that's going to be some of the most interesting thing, is, like, if she's been in on it this whole time, why... Did she all the way at the beginning tell um, Fabian and Fig about Sam missing? About Sam being missing? Yeah. Well, I mean, if she, if she has been in on it from the beginning, it would look suspicious for her to avoid that topic. You know? But I mean, she could have just been like... I don't know. Like, she could have come up with something. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. It's a thing to consider for sure. It's also her childhood best friend. Like, it's not like Zelda and, like, uh, Ostentatia and and all the other girls who she befriended just to maybe get them in on this. Sam. She has pictures with Sam from when she was a child. So there's... 
it's there's... the deal turns south. Maybe. The deal Maybe. turns south. That's just something to consider, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and we end the episode with uh, Johnny spells his burner phone, which has been with Fig this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny spells his burner phone pings. Because they're like asking all these questions to Biz and like finding out all these memory things. And it's just pictures of all of their houses. Yep. And then an unknown number shows up and says, like, you better be careful of what you choose to do next. Yeah, your next, it's like, choose wisely. Yeah. What you do. Which is yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, hey, what a way to fucking intimidate someone. It's just, you don't Dude, even have to say anything. I know anything. where just you fucking live. Yeah. And I know what and you're doing right now. Yeah. That's very, so very scary. That's um, so scary. But yeah, that's where it leaves off, and that's the cliffhanger for the penultimate episode that will be oh my uh, God. next week for us. Wow. For this next week episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little bit of homework. Oh. I'm going to review all of my notes. Yes. And Fuck I'm yeah. going to look into see. And I'm gonna. Things. I think I might listen to all of our episodes so far and look into see what we've come up with and like what, like maybe I've said something that I didn't realize was a clue until now, and I'm excited. I'm gonna say you have. Um, <gasps> ah! Don't sure. tell me that. Oh no! Don't tell me that. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one who has to, who literally has to re-listen to every episode. Uh, I know you have absolutely said things that have have come true or will come true, even if it's just an offhand comment and not a technical theory. So I think that's uh, ambitious but good idea. I love when that happens because uh, I love yeah, just throwing out conspiracy theories. Yeah, man, you've you've hit stuff on the head without realizing you've done that, and it's pretty great. Uh, it's one I of the mean, best parts of episode doing the one of of the podcast i said mm. hey i don't trust coach daybreak yeah man and what the fuck happened my dudes he was a piece what of the shit fuck happened he was a he's, harvest man he's an absolute piece of shit but yeah. hey you know who i was wrong on i will i will own up to this who? johnny spells i wanted him to be good oh yeah yeah <laughs> I wanted hey, you know him to be good man can't always can't always call it it's okay no, it is i'm a sucker for those boys in leather it is what it is. I want him to be good, man. Well, I think that's a great place to leave off on. Uh, next it's episode. Me say, yeah. Me saying I'm a sucker for the boys in leather. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, next episode is penultimate episode. As of right now, we're planning to do the final two episodes at once. That could potentially be a beast. We'll kind of have to see how things play out. Hey, this is the first season. We've never done this shit before. But yeah, we don't know Bridget's... what we're doing. We're babies. No, we are ba- we are baby. Um, but we, uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore because I got thrown you were off talking, by baby. You were going to talk about me. <laughs> we are baby. Well, uh, you know, this is Bridget's first time going through Fantasy High. I think you've enjoyed it so far. We'll get into that at the last episode. We're not going to do that now. Um, yeah, but... we'll do all the reminiscing later. Come oh, on, yeah. man. We'll do a post, since the final episode will be such a fucking doozy, we'll then also do a post-season, after you stew on the full the full season for like a week or something, we'll do we'll like do a, a reunion. We'll do, 
not a reunion, but we'll do like a, a post-show talk-back reflection moment. I think that's a good idea. But penultimate episode next time, and then we're getting into the finale. Things are winding up or winding down. I don't know which winding way they're winding. Up. They're Wind winding up. up. But thank I you like Gwen Stefani's song, Wind It Up. Okay. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining us for the Expansion Pact. Episode 14, Arcade Ambush. Once again, my name's Heidi. And I'm Bridget. That is me. I am I am that. Woohoo! Bye. Bye. Oh right, I have to stop. <laughs>